0: It's the Happy Families Podcast. It's the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now.
1: Hello, this is Dr. Justin Coulson, the founder of happyfamilies.com.au, dad to six daughters and the author of, uh, what is it now, my eighth book is coming out in just a couple of months time, The Parenting Revolution. Can't wait to talk to you about that. Um, Amanda Keller is one of Australia's most loved media personalities. You can hear her if you live in Sydney on WSFM with Jonesy and Amanda in the mornings. Uh, She's been all over the TV for years and years and years and Amanda joined me for a lightning round just a little while ago, I wanted to share with you the things that we talked about today. Here we are with Amanda Keller in a lightning round replay. Amanda, thanks for joining me on the uh, Happy Families lightning round.
0: Thrilled to be here.
1: Uh, Tell us how many kids you have and how old they are, Amanda.
0: I have two sons. Liam is 21 and Jack is
1: 19. Now, a well-publicised story that you had these kids through IVF and it was a very, very long process for you. Uh, Do you have a favourite child?
0: (laughs) I don't have a favourite child and if I did, it probably would wax and wane and change from day to day. Uh, Liam is very much like my husband. He's, I think, quite linear, clear thinking, droll and dry in his humour. Jack is probably more like me and up and down and hilarious. And so I kind of um, give in to him. Liam is wanting of nothing. Jack is wanting of everything. And I remember growing up and never getting what I wanted. So often I'll give in to Jack.
1: I love your insight that he's like you because you're hilarious. I I love that you own that. That's great. Uh, Who do you love the most? I
0: didn't even think I said that. That's terrible.
1: (laughs) I picked it up. Who do you love the most? Your partner, (laughs) Harley, or your kids?
0: Different kinds of love. Probably... If a train was coming at us, I'd grab the kids. Don't tell Harley I said
1: that. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, now, now, this is obviously a, a tougher question because of your fertility journey. Ideal number of kids, though?
0: I think two. I think three means a bigger car. I think two and, and you know, harder holidays, all that kind of stuff. I think two.
1: Yeah, yeah. Two is convenient. That's for sure. Uh, how do you rate yourself as a parent, Amanda? Give yourself a score out of 10.
0: Overall, I'd say I'd be a seven
1: what's something great that your parents did that you've tried to continue in your parenting?
0: My mother, and I used to laugh at it and I used to sort of sneer at it. Mum always would say, get your piece of paper in the world's your oyster because she missed out on a university education. And so academic things mattered a lot to her. I was pushed to study hard at Carlingford High School, my local public high school, and I did study hard. And I think I've, in a way pushed my children. If I had a child that wasn't reading or a child that didn't do their homework, I'd really struggle with that. So I think I've taken my mum's love of apostrophes and punctuation and love of education and try, I think subconsciously and maybe consciously instilled that in them.
1: Got a fun question for you. Who's the better parent, you or
0: Harley? Harley and I tag team with our parenting. I was thinking the other day, I was asking him something about, I said, do you think I'm too, I shouldn't be doing this or this? I thought how hard it is for single parents who don't have anyone to bounce that stuff off. That's really, that would be very hard because I can't tell whether I'm being too hard or too indulgent or whatever it is. Uh, I have no gauge on that. So he's much more pragmatic than I am and he's much more just getting on with it than I am. I'm sort of filibustering, is that the word? around the details and around the fluffy bits, whereas he's pretty straightforward. So between the two of us, yin and yang, we make a whole parent.
1: I love your empathy and I also love the way you completely avoided deciding who was better out of you and Harley. (laughs) Me. (laughs) Okay. What's the hardest thing, Amanda Keller, about being a parent?
0: I found teaching them to drive one of the hardest things. (laughs) Yes. So hard. Yes. That was terrible. (laughs) And Harley didn't want to do it and I didn't want to do it it's made me a terrible passenger. I used to not care about being a passenger. And now I'm even in an Uber, I'm jumpy and I'm looking at where the curb is. I found that bit really hard. And there's a a guy that a whole lot of my friends were using who would help them kids get the hours up without you having to do it. I love the idea of being in a car with my sons and driving, but when they're learning to drive, it's not that it's, I wasn't calm. I made them stressed it was terrible. I think I found that one of the hardest bits.
1: I'm a parenting expert. I'm not supposed to get mad at my kids. I'm supposed to know how to do all this sort of stuff. But as I've taught my kids to drive, I've found that my capacity to be patient and kind when my life is in danger every 14 seconds is almost zero. And I've, I've found things coming out of my mouth that – I just don't, I don't say these things. I especially don't say these things about or to my children. And sure enough, I was doing it. I'd love your answer on that question. Thank you.
0: I think I called out, oh, you friggin' idiot to my <laughs> own child.
1: <laughs> it wasn't someone out the window. It was this, no, the, the kid in the driver's seat. it driver was inside seat. the car. <laughs> Amanda, now that your kids are of age, uh, if you could spend an hour with your children at any age, what age would you choose and why?
0: Is it just an hour?
1: Do you know what? Yes, but we've had other people who have extended it for a week, let's say a period of time.
0: I think only because I'm in the hormonal drop zone of my children leaving home, I love, I have mixed emotions when I see little toddlers at the beach with their parents and the toddler reaches up to hold mum's hand and they're running around with their little baby voices and they sit on your lap. I miss that. I just miss it. I think probably one day of that would be great. And then one day, maybe at 10 and 8, where they're funny and it's easy and you go, oh, we're in the drop zone. I think 10 and 8 are the drop zone. That was brilliant. But we just recently went to Hamilton Island for a holiday and my brother came over and he took my sons for a beer. And I thought, how great that they're at an age now where they can be seen as adults. That was a wonderful thing. And I like us all sitting down around a table now I'll do anything. I'll book a holiday to get us away where they know no one else and the four of us have to sit and have breakfast, lunch, and dinner together is my dream. I'll go to Iraq for a holiday if I get to do that. (laughs) So a snippet of them being babies, a snippet of those charming, hilarious years, eight and ten, and a snippet of now. And if that could make up one day, that would be my dream.
1: Well, it's certainly cheating, but I love your answer. What's the (laughs) ultimate joy for you as a parent?
0: For many years, I didn't think anyone would call me mum. And I still think that even though they're 19 and 21, I still sometimes think I can hear a key in the door and I play this game with myself. And I think the person who comes through here is my child and i'm still blown away by it i'm still blown away by it so that's something amazing that i'll never get over
1: well you got me you you got me weeping <laughs> well done <laughs> what's um what's that thing amanda that your parents always said that you swore you would never say but it keeps popping out of your mouth
0: oh there's a few of those you know it's not even a phrase it's just when I'd go to do something and mum would say, have you thought about this? And I'd say, no, I don't want to do that. Or, you know, even if it's something as simple as take a cardigan, no, God, you might be a bit cold. No, I'm not going to do that. Are you you're sure you won't be cold? And I hated it when mum did it. I do it all the time. And even now when I speak to them, if there's something about applying for a course or something, the form they have to fill out, at the end of every conversation, I almost have to stitch my mouth closed so I don't nag them. Because I hated it happening to me and I try so hard not to be that person, but I can't help myself.
1: What's the boys' favourite thing to do with you?
0: I don't know if it's their favourite thing, but we're at our best, I think, when we're all sitting around a table having a meal. And it's best if it's in a restaurant so no one can leave and no one can be on their phones or do any of that. We're captive. If we had to go into witness protection or something, I'd be quite happy. Locked in. So that's my favourite thing to do with them. Theirs to do with me is maybe when we're sitting around watching a football match on the telly, something like that, or we're watching them play football. That's, that's where we're at our best, I think.
1: My mum's vision of heaven is all six of her kids sitting around the dining table sharing a meal, just like you described.
0: I well, Often am aware I'm going to cry again. I've got a couple of friends who've had some cancer battles and they had to do a vision board. And a friend, she, her children, they were the same age as mine. They were probably only five and six at the time. Her vision board was watching her boys play rugby. And every, she's fine now, but every match I'd stand next to her watching the game, and I think no one here knows what this means to any. To, we all have our own story of what we think as we're watching that game and what it means to us. And those, you know, sitting around the table, watching them play football, the, the detail of life is small. The big dreams aren't big. They're small. The carrots we need to dangle for ourselves are small. And that's where the richness of life is. It's in the detail. It's, a, you know, that's the stuff.
1: Amanda, three questions. And then this lightning round wraps up. Number one, what are you most looking forward to as a parent?
0: The words that want to come out, that will come out are, you know, healthy, smart empathetic but i just want that door to open and and these fabulous sons walk in that's all i want is these fabulous boys that i'm proud of who love me and i love them and that's that's all i require of them
1: i love talking to you i love talking to you made me
0: cry a lot today (laughs) justin it's not fair
1: if you could go back to you as a young Mum. Well, I know you've said you weren't such a young mum because the IVF thing took so long, but.
0: 158 years old.
1: You you were still an inexperienced mum. If you could go back to you being so inexperienced and having one of those tough moments, what advice now would you give yourself and hope that you would listen to?
0: Don't be scared. You're not going to break them. Sure, they may fall down the stairs on your watch, but you're not going to break them. And it's going to be okay. You can't, stuff this up you're not going to stuff this up don't fear it'll all work out okay because yeah. i think that's what i felt that it how, how responsible i was to not stuff them up but we're all going to stuff them up in some way and that's the joy of life that's why as we're talking you know you, you you talk about this with your friends your family how crazy families are how can we, how can you not have that in your own family
1: amanda final question what's been your biggest win as a mum
0: I don't even know how to answer that. I think my biggest win, there was an article recently in the Women's Weekly where both my sons gave quotes because you don't know how they perceive you. And I know that I'm loved and I know that they love their family, but they both said such lovely things that when you see it written down, you think, oh, I have done a good job. Who knew that that would have to come from the Women's Weekly? Sometimes you need to see it in a different context. And seeing the written words they'd taken the time to, to answer for a journalist and to say those lovely things, it just absolutely meant the world to me.
1: This has been such a beautiful lightning round. Amanda, thank you for making our day.
0: Loved it. Thank you.
1: That was Amanda Keller, one of Australia's best-known female radio TV presenters and just a fabulous, wonderful lightning round hey uh that's it for today's podcast thank you so much for listening i hope you've been enjoying the happy families summer podcast series kylie joins me again in the studio tomorrow for more